Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hello, 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 and welcome to another edition of the Niner Noise Podcast, part of the Fan Sided Podcast Network. I don't know why that was so singy. Um, <laughs> my name is Robert Morrison. I'm a contributor at NinerNoise.com and flying solo again uh, for the preview pod. Um, Peter wasn't able to make it, dealing with some other family-related things. Uh, so thoughts and, and all good stuff out to Peter and his family. Um, always appreciative of his time. I, I, I understand how complicated that time can be uh, with the newborn and all that stuff. So I uh, hope everything is doing well with, with him and uh, the rest of the family. So, um, yeah. So we got this, this, this Panthers game coming up Sunday afternoon here on the East Coast. Um, good things uh, abound uh, as we head into this week uh, talked about all the the good things that happened on Monday night against the Rams um, and and the the overarching thought is and hope is that this this will continue to be <laughs> good news for uh, for the 49ers as they come out here to the East Coast it's their first of two um, road games on roughly the East Coast. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll count Georgia. It's pretty close. Um, they play here in Charlotte, uh, right here in Charlotte. I'm just outside of Charlotte, but in Charlotte against the Panthers Sunday afternoon. Um, it's a four o'clock game, so that's really nice. So they don't have to worry about the early uh, body clock situation heading into this uh, first game after a, a short week with Monday night, and then they are heading to West Virginia uh, to the Greenbrier for the week. Uh, where they'll then head to Atlanta to take on Atlanta next weekend. Um, I think that's an early game on the East Coast, but by that point they'll have been here for you know 12 days or whatever, uh, and so shouldn't be a major problem. But uh, 
they've done pretty well uh, on these East Coast trips uh, under Kyle Shanahan, um, except for a certain game at the Meadowlands. Sorry, sorry, at whatever the name of that stupid place is, MetLife Stadium <laughs> in uh, New Jersey uh, a couple of years ago where they won, but it didn't really feel like they won. We, the less we talk about that, the better. Um, other than that, you know, they've been pretty successful in these games coming across the country. Um, if you remember the opening to the 2019 season, went on the road, beat the Bucks, stayed in uh, on the East Coast, went to uh, Cincinnati and whooped up on the Bengals, and that was the start of a Super Bowl run. So there you go. Um, this isn't the beginning of the season, but it is a certainly it is certainly a good opportunity for this team to continue to get right um, after they had a, a strong showing both uh, offensively and defensively. Um, that's an understatement to call a strong defensive performance on Monday night against the Rams. And now t- they have two teams that are struggling. Uh, the Panthers come in at one and three, uh, sitting in last place, uh, excuse me, third place in the NFC South. Um, uh, coming into this game, um, but it it hasn't been all uh, you know roses and 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 happiness here uh, in the Carolinas. Um, they've they've gotten off to a to a bizarre start. Uh, lost to the Browns in Week One, uh, 26-24 um, on a last minute field goal at home. They lost to the Giants on the road in Week Two, sixteen to nineteen. Um, lost this beat the Saints in week three at home uh, a couple weeks ago 22 to 14 and lost the Cardinals here as well um, 26 to 16 so they've they've been kind of a strange team in that as, as you note that all of their games have been pretty close you know they lose by two they lose by three um, they lost by eight or they won by eight against the Saints and then they lost by 10 against the Cardinals um, so they've been able to keep it close and there's some reasons about for that, that we'll kind of get into, uh, as we work our way through this preview. But, um, first thing is first, uh, we need to take a look at, uh, the injury reports for both teams. We'll start with the 49ers, uh, kind of look, take a look at where they are in terms of, uh, the health heading into things. Um, so Eric Armstead continues not to practice. Mm, not so good. Um, it, he, Played some of the game on Monday night, but had to leave with that foot injury. Um, that's got to be concerning for sure that he's not been able to practice yet. But we shall see um, it, whether or not that uh, has any impact on his long-term uh, uh, opportunities to play. Um, Ty Davis Price continues not to practice. They still haven't put him on him on IR. So you got to think probably within a week or two that he's going to be coming back. Otherwise. Um, they probably should have just put him on IR and save the roster spot. Uh, Javon Kinlaw still not practicing. Um, I was reading something today. Apparently the concern is that it's just something related to the knee that he had surgically repaired with the ACL over um, last year. Just some fluid that's getting in there and kind of making it a little bit difficult, but it doesn't seem to be like a, a relapse or anything, just some sort of normal, I, I guess. I, I don't really know. I had ACL surgery many, many years ago, but I don't remember any of this, and I wasn't a, you know, a, <laughs> I wasn't an NFL player at the time, so it was wasn't really my radar. Uh, Tyler Croft not practice. Uh, Colton McCoats not surprisingly did not practice. Um, wouldn't be terribly surprising to see McKivitz go on IR um, here before the end of the week, as we'll get into a couple of other things here momentarily. Our Tavarius Moore still not practicing uh, with that hamstring injury. Uh, same with Trent Williams. Uh, Ross Dwelly, Juwan Jennings, both limited so far. And then the good news is, is that Danny Gray is back in the fold. 
um, with that hip injury that kept him out last week, but he has practiced fully uh, through this week. Um, hasn't been a major feature in the lineup so far, uh, but the team did um, release <laughs> Willie Sneed, who boy, they signed uh, to the active roster for one week, released him, and then brought him back to the practice squad immediately after that. So uh, it sounds like they expect Gray to be at least healthy enough to, to get into the the team um, at this point. And I, I think Malik Turner only has – actually, I'm not even sure that they can bring him up again uh, without signing him to the full to the uh, to the 53 man roster, so it seems likely that that Danny Gray will get a, an opportunity to be out there. So we'll see how that goes. Um, so that's for the 49ers. Um, other injury related news, obviously, is that the practice windows for Jimmy Ward and Jason Verrett were opened up this week. I think Kyle Shanahan said earlier in the week that both have an opportunity to play this week. Uh, I would think Ward would be the more likely to get in there simply because he walks back into this team as a starter, right? Uh, Deshaun Gibson has been good, but uh, Jimmy Ward takes this defense to an even higher level as the the starting uh, safety back there with Talanova Hufanga. Um, and obviously his injury is a lot less of a long-term recovery type of thing. Um, whereas, you know, Verrett has been out for a little over 13 months, I think, at this point. Uh, if you round about to where he uh, tore that ACL in week one, and um yeah so it, it's and and again he doesn't slide right in necessarily as a starter with Emmanuel Mosley and uh, Mooney Ward playing the way that they are and with Diamador Lenore doing well as the uh, nickel cornerback it will be interesting to see uh, what Verrett's role will be on this team if anything and what that will look like so uh, like I say if if anything I could see Ward being activated uh, immediately and getting a chance to just step right back into his spot Maybe that's what McKivitz goes on 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 the IR, and they slide him, uh, on Jimmy Ward in. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but I would be surprised if Jason Verrett is out there, and surprised if he <laughs> if he if he plays this week against the Panthers. Now that doesn't mean that he won't travel with the team and have an opportunity to to make the to be elevated to the roster for uh, for the Atlanta game. But we'll see. Um, some of it just depends on where they want what they want to do with him and where they want to put him. So. Some of that will be uh, interesting to see as we head into this game. Now, as uh, far as the Panthers are concerned, they're not quite as banged up. Um, they had a couple of players who didn't practice or were limited earlier in the in the week, and that seems to have changed. As far as guys who have yet to practice this week, again, this is through Thursday. I'm recording on a Thursday night as we look at this. Uh, uh, Lavishka Chenault Jr., uh, the wide receiver, has not not practiced with an hamstring injury. Uh, Stanley Thomas Oliver, cornerback, has not practiced this week, and Xavier Woods, a safety, has not practiced uh, this week yet. Um, they've had limited practice um, from Marquise Haynes, uh, defensive end. He was limited on Wednesday and full on Thursday. Um, Frankie uh, Luvu uh, was limited on Wednesday and didn't practice on Thursday, so the that downgrade can't be good news for for his prospects of, of getting out on the field this coming week. So we'll, we'll that'll be something to watch out for. Steven Soule, then the tight end, had a full practice on Wednesday and then didn't practice on Thursday. So it could be related to the injury. It could not be. It's kind of hard to tell at this point. And then Shaq Thompson was limited on Wednesday but did full practice on Thursday. Um, so that's pretty much their whole um, <laughs> their whole injury thing. 
So not really in terrible bad, terribly bad shape, but uh, something to watch out for. A couple of interesting names uh, to pay attention to there. Um, but, <laughs> but really, uh, the big thing, the big talking point, the big thing to pay attention to with these two teams is um, what's going to kind of go down with uh, the way that these uh, these teams will match up against each other. But before I get into that, I want to uh, take a short break to hear a word from our sponsors. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so um, I'm going to do what uh, what we do on this on the preview podcast um, here, and I'm going to talk about reasons for optimism and reasons for concern. Um, so my reasons for optimism are pretty much some of this is just going to start sounding like a broken record because it seems like I'm saying the same things over and over and over again. But frankly, this 49ers defense is just really, really, really good. Um, they have moved up into first place in both, uh, uh, points allowed and yards allowed so far this season. They've given up the fewest amounts of passing touchdowns in the NFL. Um, they are third in, um, yards allowed per passing attempt. They are first in yards allowed per rushing attempt at 2.9 uh, yards per carry and 4.5 yards per passing attempt. Uh, they are allowing 3.8 yards per play so far on this on this young season through four games um granted against some you know generally suspect offenses i think the rams are the best offense that they've played so far and it they're they're certainly uh struggling a little bit so this i don't know that this this road trip is going to provide them with any more clarity in terms of whether or not this is a real true um top-notch team i think the the first real 
opportunity to show that is going to be when they get back home after this road trip and the Chiefs come to town. But, you know, you can only play the teams that are right there in front of you. And so my reason for optimism continues to be that this defense is going to continue to show itself to be one of the best in the league. And this Panthers offense is not really going to put up much of a fight. Um, They're 17th in points scored so far. They have 78 points in four games. That's not terrible. Um, But they're last in total yards. Uh, They have just barely eclipsed 1,000 yards. They're 1,049. Um, Now, the Niners offense, as we'll get into in a minute, is not massively better, but um, they're not doing a whole lot. Um, Now, chief among the, the issues there is they're they're just not doing anything particularly well um they're they're 14th in uh yards per attempt on the rushing game but they've only run the ball 27 or sorry 86 times which is 27th in the league and they only have run for 385 yards so that's 24th in the league so while the yards per attempt are pretty high they're just not running the ball very much and that's very interesting considering their best offensive player is probably their running back and on top of that they're not throwing the ball particularly well either um, <clears throat> they are uh, 26th in passing attempts uh, with just 117, 30, 30th in yardage with 664, and 28th in the league in uh, yards per attempt uh, with 5.2. Uh, that's net yards gained per attempt, 5.2 yards per, per attempt. And, you know, all that a lot of that comes down to the play of Baker Mayfield, who's been pretty poor so far. He's completing just under 55% of his passes. Uh, has only 747 uh, total yards, um, but he's, as, as noted, he's lost uh, some yardage there in uh, sacks and stuff. Um, he's been sacked 11 times for 83 yards. He has an 8.6% uh, or 8.6% yard sack percentage uh, so far this, this year. And, you know, it just hasn't looked very good. Part of it is they haven't been able to find out who, like, their main guy is on offense. Part of that is, you know, McCaffrey has not really shown himself to be doing a whole lot. He's been he's been fine, but again, he hasn't really been given that many opportunities. He's only carried the ball 58 times in uh, four games for 270 yards, caught the ball 19 times for 138 yards. Outside of that, he is their leading receiver. He's their leading rusher. Um, their leading receiver that's not Christian McCaffrey in terms of catches is DJ Moore. Uh, their leading receiver in yardage is Robbie Anderson, 12 catches, 174 yards. Beyond that, <laughs> there's just there's just not a lot there. They're not utilizing Chubba Hubbard, the reserve running back. They're not using Dante Foreman. Um, uh, mentioned LaVisca Le- Le- Chenault not really getting used. Um, their tight end room is not particularly concerning. Um, you know, I mentioned Stephen Sullivan. He has one catch for 13 yards so far this year. Their other tight ends, Ian Thomas has six catches for 85, and Tommy Trimble has five for 42. So they're just not being used. They're, it's just kind of a strange thing, and their offense is not striking a lot of fear into opponents. Like I said, they have the they've gained the fewest amount of yards in the NFL so far, just 4.9 yards per play so far, um, 1,049 yards on 214 plays. They've also turned the ball over six times, and so... Um, that <laughs> not a recipe for success and it and explains why they're one and six or one and three sorry uh heading into week number five um and you know they played three home games and they've lost all three of them oh sorry they played three home games they've they've won two they've lost two out of out of three 
Um, so they've had a lot of home game opportunities so far, uh, which means that their their back end of their schedule is going to be really road heavy. You know, after they play the 49ers, they go to to Los Angeles to play the Rams. Um, they're at home for Tampa Bay there. Then they have two in a row on the road, the Falcons and the Bengals. The Falcons again at home, away to Baltimore, Denver at home, a bye week at Seattle, home for Pittsburgh and the Lions, and then away for Tampa and New Orleans to finish the game or finish the season. So it's kind of a weird year for them. Um, it'll be really interesting to see how these two teams match up with each other in that regard. Now, if you're interested in DVOA numbers, in terms of how uh, the 49ers defense, which, as I mentioned um, last week, is number one in DVOA uh, so far this season at negative 29.5. Well, the Panthers offense, um, let's see, got to scroll down and find them because um, they're, uh, they're, they're 31st in the NFL so far in offensive DVOA. They have a negative 22.7, which means that they're, their offense is almost successful as successful as the 49ers defense is. Um, I think that's how that works. I'm not really sure how the math works, but um, Niners are first in defense. The Panthers are second to work second to last in offense, just ahead of um, Indianapolis, who is currently uh, stinking it up on Thursday night football against uh, a, uh, <laughs> against a Denver team. That's also not very good at this particular juncture. So, that is my reason for optimism is that this defense continues to, it doesn't, I'm not sure that a, that a, I mean, I'm sure they'll run into an offense that will get the better of them eventually, but so far that hasn't happened. Um, and this Panthers offense doesn't seem like it's going to pose much of a threat in that regard either. All right. So reason for concern then um, the broken record continues. And that is, can the offense do enough against the Panthers defense? That's not bad. Um, they're not great, but they're not bad. Uh, 13th in points allowed, uh, 18th in yards allowed. They're averaging uh, five points allowed per play. They have run up against a lot of plays, 278 uh, defensive snaps so far. 49ers, on the other hand, are only at 246 snaps so far on their defense, and their offense has just played 238 uh, snaps so far this year. So the Panthers' have defense has been out there a lot. Um, they are you know, middle of the road in terms of pass yards allowed 12th with 848. Uh, but they're ninth in net yards, uh, per attempt 5.8. So that's not so great. Um, they've also allowed, um, 20, they're 29th in NFL and rushing attempts, uh, against. So you can expect that Kyle Shanahan will see that and his eyes will light up and he'll get really excited because they're also 25th in rushing yards allowed, um, now somehow that evens up to them being 12th in yards per attempt. I, I'm not really sure how the math works there, but, but that's, that's where we are. Um, so they can be run on. Um, and, um, that is certainly something to be watching out for. Um, but again, you know, it, it's all going to come down to whether or not the not enters offense, the groove, relatively speaking, that they got into last week against the Rams is one that they can continue. Um, now, as far as defensive DVOA is concerned, um, for the Panthers, um, well, DVOA likes their, their, their defense a little bit better. They're 12th in the NFL, negative 0.9%. So just near the Mendoza line, so to speak. Um, but them being 12th and being that close to the positive gives you an indication of 
how bad defenses are in the NFL across the, the board, but they're okay. Um, Niners on offense, uh, sitting at 21st. There's also in the negatives. They're not nearly as far in the negative as the Panthers are. Um, and again, you have to factor in certain things that are sort of taken into account when you look at these numbers, but uh, not always, but the change in the quarterback and, and the change in the the conditions of week one and the conditions in week two and all those sorts of things. But um, that's neither here nor there and nothing that we can be done about it. But um, again, I think my, my reason for concern is just going to be since the Panthers defense is not, not, not a bad unit um, that they're going to be able to do just enough to keep the Panthers in the game. And it's going to end up being another game like against Chicago. Now the difference is probably, it's looking like the weather's going to be great um, that day. It's going to be like in the mid sixties, and you know, middle of the afternoon in the in the, in the Carolinas on a Sunday afternoon is pretty nice. Um, so it'll be good. No wet, no nasty weather to deal with. Um, so that that should help because um, I think some of the things that happened in that Chicago game came down to just the weather didn't want to cooperate. But um, now I, I don't think that's how this this is going to end up, um, and I'll get into that in just a minute. Um, but it, it if there is a reason for concern, it's going to be the same the thing same thing that I've said throughout the season so far. It's that the offense is going to need to stay to do just enough. And the question is if the Panthers' defense really comes out to play. You know they've got some good players. They got um, uh, some notable guys on that defense, um, including uh, J.C. Horn, uh, their draft pick from a few years ago, who's been who's been pretty good. Um, as a defensive back thus far, uh, Brian Burns is a, an excellent pass rusher. Um, uh, Frankie Louvu, who I mentioned uh, on the injury list, uh, had a uh, an interception return for a touchdown uh, last week against the Cardinals. Uh, Shaq Thompson is still there. Xavier Woods is a, you know a decent player, although he's on the injury list as well. Um, you know they got some 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 interesting pieces there on that defense. It's just a matter of whether or not they can. They can come together and, and, and that sort of thing. But um, th- they they could be good enough to cause some problems for this 49ers offense. And so it's just a matter of whether or not they're going to be able to overcome uh, those issues. But um, as you may suspect, because <laughs> I am uh, four weeks in a row of picking the Niners to win, which means my record is the same as the 49ers record thus far. Um uh, I think I've shown myself in the past willing to to call them out <laughs> when I don't think they're going to win, and I almost went that direction last week, but I'm glad I didn't. Um, this week, I th- I think I think it's going to be a, a win, and I think it's going to be a pretty big win. Um, I'm going to go 49ers win 31-10. I think their I think their offense finds ways to score points, um, and I think there's a good possibility that the Baker Mayfield or somebody like that gives the ball away and their the defense is able to score for the second straight week. Um, and I just don't think the Panthers are going to be able to score points. I, I just don't, I don't see it. The Niners have been able to hold opponents to under 10 points from their defense so far this year. And I don't see a reason that that, that will go away. It, it could be lower than 10, but I'm giving them 10 cause I'm going to be nice. So <laughs> anyway, all right. Um, well that was kind of a quick preview. Um, but it's, it's hard when you're just talking to yourself um to really get too deep into it but i i I appreciate you as always for listening to this episode of the niner noise podcast uh part of the fan-sided podcast network as always continue to check out ninernoise.com for all your latest 49ers news and analysis and be sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen 
and of course, share it with all your fellow 49er fan friends. So until next time, after I get to go see the 49ers live at Bank of America Stadium, let's sound the horn, 49ers. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.